keep on talking. That'll change your life. Talking about the word of the Lord. He'll make it all right. If you've been redeemed. And if you really love him, say so. Join in and share what's on your heart. Pass the mic with a pass of Lady J, your church mother. Hey, everybody, this is Lady J. You're listening to Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike, and today's topic is a very good one. We're talking about teen pregnancy. Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike. Hey, everybody, Pastor Mike here, and my lovely co-host, Lady J, your church mother. Thank you to everyone who is listening to our show. This show goes live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. for your enjoyment. And you can follow the show at blogtalkradio.com forward slash PTM with Pastor Mike. You can follow me on Twitter at Pastor M. Johnson 6 and on Facebook at Pastor Mike W forward slash Pastor Mike. All links are in the description. Today we have a very, very, very interesting topic, and I think it's a topic that really, really needs to be discussed, and so I was trying to find someone who I think or I know that could really, really talk to and impact um, this younger generation, uh, Lady Johnson, and so I want to introduce to everyone and bring in our guest. Our guest tonight is none other than Miss Ija Ortiz. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, how hello. are you? Hi. How are you? I'm so, fine. Gl- so glad to have you today. Thank you. Nice to meet good, you. Good, good. You all glowing. <laughs> Some all right. pretty over there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, Miss Aija, um, just to get you acquainted with our audience, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, for starters, my name is Aija Ortiz. Um, I'm a young teen mother. I'm 20 years old, and I have a beautiful, chunky, chocolate, handsome one-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And what's his name? Uh, Sadir. Sadir. Yes. Yes, he is, and he's definitely chunky, too. Yeah. <laughs> definitely chunky, yes. Trying to pick him up. It's like, just like a workout. No, it's not. I'm trying to pick him up. It's like a workout. Uh, what's the name of your church home and your pastor? My pastor name is Pastor Mike. My <laughs> lovely Pastor Mike. Yes. Uh, my church is K-W-K-L-W-T. I'm sorry. I always get the letters mixed up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't. So I first want to say thank you for you know, willing to do this show with us today. Absolutely. No problem. Um, I know it takes a lot to be able to talk about, you know, stuff like this. So I want to first say thank you for, you know, being willing to um, talk about this and hopefully that we can impact um, somebody and change somebody's thoughts on, um, you know, wanting to become a teen mom or a teen dad 
you know, just teen parent, period, right. um, just help them in a different way. So my first question to you, Miss Igel, yes, yes, yes. is how would you describe yourself, your life? How would you describe your life as a young single mother? Um. Okay, so in the beginning, it was very hard. I'm not going to lie, it was very hard. My life right now is every day is something new. Something new. Some days I struggle. Some days I push through it. Some days it's just different things. It's very different every day. Oh, what is it that makes it so different? Like, okay, so some things that makes it different is um, I'm alone in this situation, so it's just me and my son at the moment. Um, so for for an example, I may need pampers and I don't have the money for it. Um, some days it's just like I just want to cry. It's just different days. It's hard. Okay. So now one thing that I want to bring to our audience's attention is that um, you were pregnant through high school. Yes, right? I was. <laughs> and um, and she didn't do what a lot of you know young adults would do: drop out. You know, show as though that they made a mistake and and continue. You know. I would say waddling in that mistake or that experience, as I would call it. Call it. Um, but she pushed through it, and she got her diploma. So that's a great achievement. Thank you. That's a great achievement. Um, but what was it that motivated you ah. not not to drop out? You know, to keep pushing to to go and get your your diploma. Oh, I had the most amazing support system. Support. Um, I had someone that I called mother, someone that I called father, auntie, uncles. I had, like, created an own family, and I had moved in with my mother and father, and basically my mother wasn't having it. She was like, no, you're you going to go to school. And um, I my water actually broke in school. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. But they were my motivation. So what was it? Was it more, was it, you know, like, days that you didn't feel like, you know what? Matter of fact, let me just ask you this. Did you ever feel like, you know, I'm going to just stop? Like, there's no need of going forward? Oh, my. Of course. It was every day. Because in my high school, it was just like we had senior projects and it was hard. And I had my dad. He, uh, My dad got criticized like every day. Yeah, leave me alone. Like, I don't want to do it. But uh, he just, every day. And he actually worked in my school. So he pushed me. He just kept pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. Like, them side talks, they were motivation as well. So, yeah. How how was it in school, um, you know, going to school every day, you know, your stomach getting bigger, you know, because I'm quite sure you didn't tell, you know, everybody. Right. So, you know, your body pretty much started to tell on itself. Yes. So, you know, how was it, you know, with people giving you the side eye, like, oh, I didn't know she was pregnant. Oh, look at her, look at her. You know, how, how did you, you know, deal with that? How did you, you know, push through you know, people's opinions and, you know, different stuff like that to keep you motivated? Um, in the beginning, I tried to hide my pregnancy. I used to wear big sweaters and stuff like that. And then it got, my stomach got so big, it was like I can't hide it no more. And like I said, my dad used to work in the school, so I used to come downstairs and be like, Dad, they talking about me, I can't do it no more. And it was just like, I just, it's not about them. It's about you, you need to get what you do here for one thing, and that's your diploma. And that's that's basically what it was. I just had to block out everything and what everybody was saying. That's excellent. <laughs> that's really excellent. Um, because most most young ladies, um, 
and I, uh, I'm gonna use pretty much use more young ladies than I am going young young men tonight. Um, for the simple fact is because women have to carry right, yeah. the baby, and the truth of the matter is, you know, uh, the young men, you know, if they choose to, they can stay in the life of their unborn child. Yes. And so, you know, most young men will pretty much um, say, you know, next this, right. I'm out. You know, I'm not dealing with this. You know, that's on you and that baby. Or, you know, the first thing they'll say is, you know, that baby not mine. Right. Yeah. And and that can scar a lot of these young women. That can really, really scar. Um, I know this is a... <laughs> But how was it with um, you and Sadia's baby father? <sighs> baby father. Baby father. Ah man, it's it's hard. Um, my son's is not around, so like I said, I'm a young teen, single mother. Like he's not around. He hasn't been around since day one. And um, like you said, it would, it would be times where he'd be like, oh, that's not my baby. And it would be times where he just neglects Sadir. And I got to the point in my life, I think after Sadir turned one, I think I got to the point where I was just like, I wash my hands. Like, I, I'm done trying, trying to get you to see your child, and I'm just done. Like, I give up. My son will never need for you unless he's old enough and say, Mom, I need my dad. And that's when I'll let him make his own decisions. Right. How how did that affect you, you know, for, to hear those words, you know, or to see his actions of, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to stick around. Um, you know, that's not my child. You know, how how did that affect you, you know, as a young mother, you know, because when you got pregnant, you was what? I was 18. 18. <laughs> yeah. 18. And... Didn't you know wasn't finished high school yet, so you still and you still do had a whole life in front of you, mm-hmm. you know, and so here you are, you find yourself pregnant now, and you have a young man who's saying, "I don't want nothing to do with you or this child that we created." Right. You know, so how did that affect you, um, at that point in your life? Because I know that that had to be you know very hard, hard to deal with. Yeah, it was very hard. Um, it was very hard. It was it was a lot of comments that was made about him not wanting to be in a baby life, and it was just it basically he was trying to tear me down and and try to break me down to where he would think that I would need for him at every given moment. And a person like me, uh, my mother and my father always once told me I'm stronger than what I think I am, and I never needed him. I had my mother and my father. Those so basically, my son will his role model will be my my father, his grandfather. So that's how I looked at. It. I didn't I I wanted him to be in his life because we did create this baby. But then again, it was like I'm not going to force the situation. And I I understand that. I really do understand it. <clears throat> and I want to um I want to ask you another question. Um. Uh, pretty much of, you know, pretty much trying to play the role of mommy and dad, which is hard. <laughs> but uh, we'll get into that question as soon as we come back from this 60-second uh, message break. 
Father, consume me. You can use me. Breathe life into me. Here on this altar, Father, consume me. You can use me. Breathe life into me. Here on this altar, so Father, consume me. You can use me. Breathe life into me. Here on this altar. Father, come soon. mother and our very, very special guest, Miss Ija Ortiz. Yay. <laughs> um before we took our our break, uh we were talking about um how the struggle of you know because it's it's really impossible for a woman to play mom and dad. Right. It's really impossible. However, when you find yourself in situations like that, um you have to, you know, try to raise, especially when you have a son, you know, you have to try to raise them the best way that you can so that they can grow up and be, you know, the man that's purpose for them. Open up the phone lines after um, um, Ms. Isaac answered this question. We're going to answer, open up the phone lines um, for all questions and comments. Uh, you can call us at 215 383 Three nine one two. Again, that's two one five three eight three three nine one two. Um. So, Miss Ice, how is it? You know, the struggle of, you know, trying to be mommy and trying to still raise him to be a a good man. You know, a good young man. Oh, Lord. Um, <clears throat> it's hard because I baby my son. I. I, I'm not going to lie. I school you, my baby. I, he cries. I pick him up. He do it. So it, it is hard trying to play mommy. Well, I'm I'm mommy, but playing daddy is hard. Like, I don't, I don't, it's some things you can't, like you said, it's impossible. It's some things that I cannot teach my son that a man should be teaching him. Right. And um, with that being said, that's why I always fall back on the role models that I have as far as my dad, you know, my uncles. And we want to go to the phone lines. You're on the air with Pastor Mike. Hello. Hello. You're on the air with Pastor Mike. Hi. Hey, Ida. Hello. Um, I've known Ida for years. We've gone back to elementary school days. So I've seen how much she's grown. She's come so far. And I tell her all the time, like, you just got to feed off of whatever anybody comes to you and say, like, you can't let anybody bring you down. You just got to feed off of it and just be there for your son. Like, it's hard, yeah, but sometimes you just got to make it work for you and your child. But she's come so far, and I know she's strong enough. She's a very strong person. Hmm. 
thank you. Thank you so much for your comment. Thank you so much for calling in uh, on the no uh, show of Pastor Mike with Pastor Mike. Have a good day. You too. Well, we have another caller. You, you're famous tonight. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air with Pastor Mike. Hi, Pastor Mike. Hi. This is Nakia Darlington. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. How are you guys? We could have done that. Hi, Isa. Hi, Lady J. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so I um I, I just wanted to call and I'm listening to the show and um I have a similar well, actually, the same testimony as Aja. I was the exact same age when I had my daughter, who is now 17 years old. And I can attest to the struggle. I can attest to the disappointment, you know, of the father not being there and all of those things. And I can also attest to having a strong support system, um, having family around, you know, to help guide me, along the path of motherhood, because at 19 years old, sometimes we think we know everything, and we really don't. So um, mm-hmm. at that age, you know, we're just beginning to really want to know who we are, you know, as young women. And um, and then to have that pressure and, and become a mother at that age, it's a lot, you know. So to have a support system as brave as I did, um was amazing, but, you know, I just wanted to say that to all the young women that may be listening, this is one of the reasons why it is so important for you, you know, to keep yourself pure and save yourself for marriage, save yourself for the man that God has for you. You know, it may not be the most um, the most easiest thing to do, you know, with the pressures of society and all of the things that um, it's being shown on social media and even in your own circle because this one is doing it and that one is doing it. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's left with the consequences of the actions behind it, you know. But um, it, it's really important to, to keep yourself pure, to know your worth, to know that you are beautiful, to know that, you know, you are someone that God created. And as a treasure, you know, and it's even a privilege and an honor for a young man of any caliber to be in your presence. And he should respect you and treat you as such, you know. So I just want to encourage all the young women out there that may be struggling. And even if you've already made the decision, you know, not to be pure, you can be pure again. It's not truly, you know, to be pure again. So. You know, and now, you know, even though I, I went through that struggle, you know, God saved me and raised me up, and my daughter is 17 years old, straight-A student, um, about to be a senior in high school, on her way to college, saved in, in, in church, you know, and operating in ministry alongside um, her parents and grandparents. So, you know, beauty does come from from the mess that we create in our lives right. if we let God right. do what he wants to do with it. Right. Well, thank you very much for your um, comments and the encouragement. Yeah. Uh, we definitely appreciate the phone call. You're welcome. I love you all. I love you too. Love you. And what you were saying was so true, so true. 
you know, you have a we have a a whole lot of people who young ladies, I'll say, that um, have either made the decision, you know, to become a mom. And most people, most young ladies, want to become moms because there's a, a love or there's yeah. a void or something that's missing on right. the inside. And so they feel as though that, you know, nobody loves me. So I'm going to have something that I know that's going to love me. Mm-hmm. And so they'll do that, go out and, you know, and mm-hmm. become intimate with someone and pretty much throwing their life away all for love or what they think is love. Um, real quickly, Lady J, um, how do you feel? about, because I know you, um, you know, dealt with something similar to this situation. Absolutely. So I, I really, first I want to say I commend Aija for coming on the show and even sharing her testimony with all the all of the young ladies or even men that's um, listening. Um, I just wanted to say that I also, um, I was pregnant at the age of 19. I was in college and uh, I didn't get a chance to finish out. I was in my sophomore year right in the spring semester, and I had to leave. And it was so hard because I watched the the baby father stay in college, graduate while I stay home and raise our child. And just watching everyone graduate and watching everyone, you know, succeed, I was stuck at home with the baby. Mm -hmm. And he was barely there because he was just out, you know, doing and bettering his life. And, you know, sometimes we, I, I just knew within myself at one point the crazy thing in my mind is that I wanted to have a child. Mm. And I just felt like I needed that forever connection with this man because I never wanted to let him go. And I did not know at the time those emotions that I was feeling was something that was going to put me through. It, it was It was just rough. Right. I, it was so, I didn't know at the moment of feeling those things when you like think you're in love with somebody, right. you don't think about the long run and the um, the impact, uh, I would say the negative impacts that it can have on your life. Right. And not that it's all bad because, you know, every setback is not a bad thing, mm-hmm. but I, I struggled. I, I wanted to go back to school and, um, I tried school about three or four times, and I had to leave. I even had, like, a close friend. I don't know if she's listening out there in Naina. She would help me. I would take my child to um to one class, and the other professor wouldn't allow her, so she would take her for me and take her home, and it got to the point where I had to just stop. It was just too hard. So I commend Isa for even following through right, with right. going to school because I dropped out a couple of times. It was just so hard. I was living on my own. I was trying to go to work, pay bills. I was trying to provide for my child, and it was just like I was living. I was reaping everything that I sown, and I didn't know how it would impact my life until I was actually living in the moment of it. And I couldn't ask her father for anything because he was just doing his own thing and he didn't have any money because, you know, he was still in college and once he left college, he was trying, trying to find a job. It was just so hard. And I just want to encourage all of the women out there, the young ladies out there that are listening that, you know, if you're, if you think you're in love, and sometimes it's not even love. It's built around lust, but you don't get it until it's kind of too late. Right. It, right. It, it, it's already happened. You're already right. pregnant. Right. But to all the women out there, just save yourself. I know that it's easier said than done by because of peer pressure, and you want to just, like like me, myself, I just wanted to 
I just wanted to have that forever connection, not even understanding what I was putting myself through, even up until this point. Even up until this point of not having him too much around in her life the way she would even want him to, so it's just it's it's not worth it. The love that you're thank you that that you think you're in is not really it's not worth the pain that you're going to put yourself through. I mean, thank God for my child growing up to be an amazing young lady at ten years old, but it 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 wasn't easy for me. So I would just tell a woman out there just try to keep yourself. Don't think that love, that type of love is going to last forever because a man, like you said earlier, he can come in and go as he please. Like, right. we got it. We're stuck with the baby. We're stuck carrying and going through all the agony and the pain and the labor and then the staying up at night and they're not there. So just think twice when you think you're in love and you're having unprotected sex. Even think about all the diseases that, you know, can right. transfer through the right. sex. Like, right. it, it may feel good in the moment, but you have to reap. Everything that you sow, so just so, remember that. That's right. And um, I want to ask Miss um, Angel one more question, but I want to say this: that a lot of um, you know people, um, once we have done the act of you know sex of coming together, um, what we fail to realize is that sex is more spiritual than it is physical. Mm-hmm. Although it may feel good, um, but even down the line, you know, once you realize I made the biggest mistake in my life and now you're trying to, you know, separate or get away from, you know, this part of your life that you walked into, now you find it hard because of what's called a soul tie. Mm -hmm. Because now, you know, this person, now that you have allowed this person to enter into you, um, you know, and, and connect to your spirit, now it's hard to get them off. And so we are wondering why why I can't get this person out of my mind. Why I can't yeah. you know, why I'm just laying I'm not just thinking about this person and, you know, they just pop up in my head. It's I'm a soul time thing. They're able to pull on you, you know, whenever they want because of that soul time. Mm-hmm. And so that's one thing that we really, really have to um be aware of that, you know, it's not just the physical that you have to worry about. You know, yes, there's a lot of diseases out here, some diseases that can kill you, but you also have to um, think about the spiritual, that these soul ties is something is real. Mm-hmm. And you have to be very, very careful of who you allow to connect to you. Um, we have to do a go, but I want to ask this last question. Um, Ms. Ija, what would you say? to um, a young lady who is contemplating on having a child at a young age? Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, the topic is, is it worth it? It's not worth it. <laughs> um, coming from me, it's not worth it at all. Um, live your life. Wait. Just wait. I wish I waited. I, I wish I waited. That's all I can say. Do not do it. Finish school, finish college, get your life together, get married. Do, do what's best for you first, and then have that beautiful baby. Well, this is the part of the show where we have to say goodnight, and I think this is an excellent show. Awesome. I think it was an awesome topic. <laughs> I want to say thank you to every caller um, for your questions and your comments. Um, thank you very much. Uh, I want to say a very, very special thank you to Ms. Isa Ortiz <laughs> for coming <laughs> and being with us and to this beautiful co-host of mine. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Lady J, your church mother. Yeah. Don't let an experience stop you from meeting a goal or your purpose. 
experiences is something that you can learn from to help you move forward. Join us next time, next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. We will be here on the same time at 8 o'clock. We have another special um, show planned for you on next week. It's going to be epic. You don't want to miss a show. You do not want to miss a show. Mm -hmm. So thank you all who have been supporting us um, so far. Um, I'm very excited. You know, although this is only our third show, I'm very, very, very excited um, at, you know, what's been going on and the responses that we've been getting. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget, um, next week, Tuesday at 8 o'clock, you can find us at blogtalkradio.com forward slash PTM with Pastor Mike. People of God, be blessed.